Alrighty. What is going on, everybody? Let me just fix this. My phone right there. And you know what? While I'm at it, let me put it on do not disturb mode. Sorry about this, guys. I'm going to edit this out over here. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, as I mentioned last time, the Bryce Kicks podcast is back. Episode two of the video and the live edition. I'm super excited that you're watching this with me. We got a lot to go over, including the top five Yeezys, Adidas Yeezys that have ever released, um, as well as some other amazing sneaker-related news topics, uh, some stuff that's uh, coming out lately that I'm really excited to talk about, including the new uh, Jordan 34, the Adidas 350 V3, the Supreme Dunks, and some also uh, some other amazing stuff that we have going on. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. And without further ado, um, one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you guys is just uh, basically some upcoming videos and thoughts that I have. What's good, Sean? How you doing? Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Um, but basically, I wanted to go over uh, some other stuff that I have coming up in terms of my video um, and some of the content. So basically, I'm putting together a bit of a series on the channel where I'm going to be discussing, you know, how to style like the perfect, uh, you know, streetwear outfit. So people um, and some of my viewers who may not are maybe, um, you know, entering into the fashion, into the sneaker game, I'm going to be basically demonstrating, you know, my thought behind how to put together you know, the, the best streetwear looks, the best menswear looks. Um, so I have a three-part series where I'm going to be demonstrating shirts, pants, accessories, and sneakers. So keep an eye out on that. I filmed it all last weekend, um, but I'm just finding, uh, you know, finding a little bit difficult to find the time to, uh, um, you know, uh, put edit the videos essentially. You know, it's been a busy week for me. Um, so that is coming down the pipeline. I'm really excited about that one. And I'm also going to be doing some more series and, and increasing my frequency that I'm posting. So expect, you know, uh, two to three videos per week. Um, and that's not including the podcast. So it, technically it will be three videos a week, which I'm really excited about. Um, you know, I'm always trying to put out as much as I possibly can, um, because I know you guys are digging the videos. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that, that I am trying to increase my frequency and post as much as possible. So, um, I have that on the radio radar and it's just, you know, cool to, uh, you know, look back at sort of where I became, where I've come, where, you know, I would miss certain weeks when I first started out on here. Um, but now, you know, I've posted every single week, minimum one time per week since, you know, January, if not before that, but like I mentioned in the last podcast, um, you know, January was when I really hit the ground running and, um, you know, uh, like I said, shout out to everybody that, uh, checked out the last podcast. For those of you that missed, missed it, I did a demo, uh, I did, uh, you know, discussed, um, basically my studio setup of what's going on behind the camera and, uh, essentially, uh, ranked some of the Travis Scott releases, um, uh, the Nike and Jordan ones that he has and, uh, did some more sneak related news. So exciting stuff there. Uh, one thing that I did want to discuss with you guys, cause a lot of people have been asking is how I essentially got into sneakers. Right. And, um, it's sort of an interesting thing. When I was a kid, I, I was always into shoes and clothes. Like I rem specifically remember, you know, some of the earlier shoes that I picked up, um, you know, the Adidas Goodyear stuff. You know, there was a, basically a pair, uh, I'll pull up a photo, I have my laptop right here, and, uh, you know, a beer, but, 
yeah, I'll show you guys what it looked like. I was looking at it with a coworker today, but Adidas, they had a, a bunch of branded stuff that came up with like Goodyear tire branding. Um, so essentially, it was basically a white shoe uh, it with black stripes. It's sort of similar to the shell toe. That was essentially it. I remember in grade six, I used to wear the uh, these Adidas Goodyear shoes, and I remember I scuffed them, and I was really cheesed about it. Um, but I mean, I was always into like playing sports at recess and stuff like that. So that's just what I did. Um, and then I remember getting the black shell toes, uh, the, the black with the white stripes, the classic Adidas superstars. Um, I remember having those that was like grade five ish. Um, I remember running like the Terry Fox run with that. So I've sort of always been into shoes and there was a sort of a pivotal moment where I got into Jordans and more retro and collectible sneakers. And it all started off with a trip to my cousin's house. So growing up, my cousins always had fresh kicks, like straight up. They were always rocking Jordans and in dope shoes like that. So that was always something that I that I noticed, right? I would always see them and be like, whoa, like those are really cool shoes. So that instantly sparked my interest. So with, without that first interaction, I wouldn't be sitting, literally, because I this is like a sneaker and fashion channel, I, I literally wouldn't be sitting uh, here with you guys today. But essentially that's what sparked it off, the interest in the shoes that they were wearing. But more specifically is my cousin, he took me to his room one time and, and where his sneaker closet was and his intention was that he had noticed that I was commenting on his shoes and so he was like okay like let me show you the collection let me show you sort of what I'm working with so takes me to his room and uh, in his closet floor to ceiling filled with sneakers like boxes and boxes of Jordans and a Jordan box and Adidas box you know and all these other collectible shoes and so I was just like holy shit I mean at the time I didn't know they were collectible but he had all these he had all these kicks so I was just blown away by them and and I just remember you know thinking from that moment on like this is this is what I want. So immediately, um, you know, I can't remember the month or the time of year it was, but immediately like the next like Christmas or, you know, this was uh, 2007 because I remember I was in grade seven. But in that in that moment, I was in the next Christmas, the next birthday, like that's what I wanted. I wanted shoes. Um, and, and, and so that's essentially what happened. And I remember the first Jordan that I ever purchased and um it was the a team Jordan. Like I literally just went into Foot Locker and was just like, "Hey, I want Jordans." And of course, you know, retros at the time were selling out. Of course, so the 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 first Jordan I ever got was a team Jordan. And for those that don't know, team Jordans are just basically non-retro Jordans. Um, so they were called the Jordan B Loyal, like kind of a corny name. And I th I could have sworn I saw them in a Foot Locker recently. Um, I, I'm going off of Google images, but this is essentially the first photo that I'm pulling up. It was a black and red, of course, uh, Jordan. Um, they sort of look like the sixes. I'm pulling up a photo right now. Um, my computer's just being a little bit slow for the second. Um, but I have it here. Uh, so basically they look like this. They're a black and red Jordan, right? And they had that little peaking air unit. They have the red outsole, which is like semi-translucent, and they have a, like a black nubuck upper uh, with this little, the reason why I said it looked like the six is because it had this little like back tab right there. And I remember getting them and the first, and I had gotten them, hey Aaron, what's good bro? Uh, and I remember I had gotten them, those were the first ones, uh, I had gotten them in, um, 
uh, at, at a Foot Locker, but I got them over March break, and I remember coming back to school from March break, just like swagging on them. You know, at least that's what I thought. So I thought that was really cool, and I could have sworn I saw them in uh, Foot Locker last week. So. You know, part of me is like, you know, for sentimental value, I want to go ahead and pick them up. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I got to, you know, I got to save my money because here's the, here's the deal. Okay. I'm 25 and you know, I ain't getting any younger. And, uh, for some older guys watching, you're probably like, yo, you're a baby. Shut up. But a bit, I want to move out. Like I'm in my garage of my parents' house right now. And, um, you know, I, I want to move out. So I got to save my money. I got to do all that shit. I got to be a grown ass man um so i can't buy every shoe that i want as 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 much as i'd like to um so when i see a shoe that has like sentimental value especially with jordans it's like this is gonna come out at a later time so there's no like just take it easy plus ebay is always a thing you know one of the things that i'm also doing right now to sort of expand my collection is um is also picking up like old old retro basketball shoes so for example you know, the Jordan, uh, the LeBron 9s. So LeBron's, uh, the LeBron series is one of my favorite from Nike. Uh, LeBron 9 specifically um, is just such a clean, clean uh, silhouette. It's my favorite from, um, you know, the LeBron series. They have so many collectible colorways. Plus that shoe released when I was coming up in sneakers, when I was starting to save my money and starting to wait in line um, to buy shoes. And so... You know, they, they, they had the Elite version. They had so many different um, um, memorable colorways, the mango colorways. I mean, I'll just pull it up for you guys quick time so that you guys can see. I mean, the, you have the mango colorway right there. You have the cannons. You have the South Beaches. So, so many memorable shoes from that release. And that was one of those times where Nike basketball was just on fire and anything that they were releasing was scooping up. That was the, also at the same time as the Kobe 8. So, lots and lots of... Uh, great colorway so I'll, often i'll go onto ebay and i'll and i'll check those out to see what the prices are and prices are increasing it's kind of crazy you know similar to how you know um if vintage clothing is like making is doing its thing uh you know how uh you, you know older clothing because people know that hey you can't get these anymore south beaches i love the south beaches um you know i, I love all the south beach colorways they're they're pretty clean um but you know the the eights I mean, eights were just uh, humongous, but I actually prefer the nine elites. Um, I think it's just a little bit more wearable, even though the eights were just like such an iconic shoe with a bron going to Miami. You know, uh, what's going on, Doc? Uh, I see you. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, but yeah, LeBron nine elites, those were super crazy. So um, I was really big on those. And those, that's sort of the type of stuff that I, I want to look back on and, uh, and, and start checking out. So, um, you know, uh, that's, yeah, that's sort of where my head is going. Kobe 8, same sort of deal. The Kobe 8 Galaxies. Anyone remember the Kobe 8 Galaxies? Those are, I've heard that the, the Kobe 8s, because I never ended up owning a pair. But once again, that was sort of, that shoe came up when I was coming up. So Kobe 8 Galaxy, I think that had, that whole Galaxy pack was just amazing, super iconic. But for, this, for some reason, this Galaxy print just ooh, almost dropped it. That Galaxy print just really did it for me. Love that shoe. Although I heard that the Kobe 8 is like super uncomfortable. Um, but either way, um, I think I said Kobe 8. Those aren't the Kobe 8s. Those are the Kobe 7s, right? Yeah, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. Those are the Kobe 8s, Kobe 7s. Uh, I heard those are really uncomfortable. But uh, either way, 
super clean shoe. And um, you know what? I say without further ado, we hit up some of the new releases that are coming out. So first thing I want to talk about is the Air Jordan 34 coming out September 25th for 180 US dollars. I don't know the Canadian pricing yet. Um, but clean shoe, you know what? I, I got to give props. It's actually a nice shoe. It doesn't blow me away because for me, since I'm not really much of a hooper, it, it, it comes down to how wearable is the shoe casually. And since I'm sort of like a fashion guy, you know, in terms of, you know, lifestyle clothing and lifestyle sneakers, where does it rank on that list? It doesn't, you know, I wouldn't, that's not something that's on my radar. But at the same time, I, I do have my own opinions of Nike basketball, like I said, or, you know, Jordan and, and, and basketball sneakers. That's still, like I said, when I was coming up, basketball shoes were something that I was wearing casually. Um, so... You know what? I think that they're great. I think it's cool that Zion is is releasing them. I saw that little video of it, of him in Harlem where he did the you know through the leg dunk. I think that was really dope. And I just the the campaign in general is just really clean. Um, you know they have the blue void colorway, which is kind of so so so. Um, you know what? And, and another thing to note for those of you guys that are watching is uh, you know the first colorway of these releases is usually the best. So for, for any of you guys watching, if, if you are thinking about getting the Jordan 34, you know, it's probably best that you get this colorway because it's, it's very likely and oftentimes that the first colorway is always the best. Um, but overall, you know what, I think it's not bad for the price point. I think that they did a big focus on sort of a lightweight basketball shoe. And some of the ways that you can see this is how they did that sort of translucent upper, um, something that's sort of on the React 87. They have this translucent upper, which I think is really cool. Um, and it's interesting to see, you know, where translucency in shoes has come about. Because do you guys remember those translucent, I'll pull up a picture. Do you guys remember those translucent Air Force Ones that everybody dogged? And now they're one of the most rare Air Forces, you know, that you can get. And it's just crazy how, you know, th that wasn't a thing in the past, but now it's sort of coming about. Um, but I think it just things, you know, improve with, um, with, with design. But... Overall, I, I think that, um, sorry, I'm trying to talk and type at the same time. Air Translucent Air Force One. Um, and anybody who has this shoe now is, it, it's it's literally gone yellow. But this was it. I think, who designed this? Someone, this was like a, like a not a stash. This was Futura. Somebody had uh, done this collaboration. Essentially, this toe box right here is, is uh, translucent. And it's funny because, like, you'll see photos um, well, it's a super rare shoe, so it's hard to find photos of them, but you see photos of people wearing them and like it gets all sweaty because, you know, your feet sweat. Um, so it looks like shit, but, um, let me see if, uh, Fantastic Four Invisible Woman. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure, um, an artist collaborated on that, um, but I cannot confirm. Either way, I, I, I'm digging this sort of translucent thing where like you can see, you know, where people put their foot. You can see the color. You can see the color of the socks. So I really am sort of digging how people are getting creative with, you know, translucent uppers and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and to sort of further the Air Jordan 34 uh, Expo. That's it. That's it. Aaron knows. Aaron knows. I knew you would know. Um, but sort of to further the point of how the 34 is lightweight is that little is how they sort of cord it out in the center. Um, you know, the midsole, there's, there's that big gap and it sort of reminds me of like an air intake on a car where you'll see like a little bit of a gap where, you know, air is supposed to th flow through. Um, so I think that's really clean. And overall, like I said, Air Jordan 34, 
is it on my radar? Not really. Do I respect it? Sure. Um, but moving on to the next uh, release that I want to talk about, and that is the, what do we got? The Adidas 350 V3. So the V3s got released, um, and it's, it's a pretty exciting time. I think it's well overdue. I think that they should have released a new silhouette much earlier in the game. Like, they sort of beat us over the head with v V2s. Like, literally the same colorway, just the shade lighter or shade darker or whatever it may be. Um, so, I think it's just, it's it's well overdue. Um, I'm digging the white colorway, but the black colorway is pretty pretty clean. I believe the white one, they're calling it the alien colorway. Um, and sort of the major differences of the shoe is, is basically the print of the shoe. It sort of looks like a digi camo. Um, and you can see that up close here. See, it sort of has a digi camo vibe and uh, it's got these perforations. So those white dots, that those are actually holes in the shoe um, to add extra perforation. But the biggest design element, as you can see, is that chunky midsole. Um, it sort of goes up much, on, uh, much more on the back over here. And like I said, I don't hate it. You know what, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with the new Yeezy model. And, um, I, you know, the title of this video is, you know, top five Yeezy, Adidas Yeezys ranked. And, you know, when I was making that list, I, I was kind of thinking, Sean, you don't like them? I'm, uh, I'm surprised. But either way, um, hopefully you can get me a pair if they sell out. Nonetheless, you know, when I was doing this list, I was sort of struggling to think of, like, what are my favorite Yeezys, you know? Um, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later in terms of colorways. Uh, you know what? You, you can't go wrong. I, I like this one. For some reason, it's making it look a little bit more yellow. So I, I'm sort of up in the air with it. But either way, I'm always excited for new Yeezy stuff. Um, I know that the, I think the Adidas Yeezy 451. I think it's, yeah, the Yeezy 451. This one is just off the rails. This is like a rumored thing. Um, but, you know, photos have leaked. And so people are wondering. And um, I'm excited to see this. Would I wear this shoe? Probably not. To me, it's sort of like a prop shoe. It almost looks like a joke. Uh, but either way, from a design perspective, I think I respect it. I respect anything that's out there and that's different from the mold um, because ultimately I think that's what leads brands. The edge that Nike has over Adidas is the fact that they're able to collaborate with influencers, they're, they're, with Travis Scott. They're able to collaborate with these you know, mega superstars and... Um, and, and put out new models that we've never seen before. And uh, you know what? And, and then of course, with to the note of Travis Scott, taking the classics and making subtle changes to them. Um, and you can see that with Virgil Abloh, you know, all of his sneakers were, you know, existing shoes with subtle changes. Travis Scott, uh, Air Jordan 1, backwards swoosh, subtle change. Uh, Air Jordan 6 with the stash pocket, subtle, subtle change. And so I think ultimately that's, the type of stuff that's going to drive because I mean Nike just has so many classic models but overall easy these going back to the easy 350 v2 I'm digging them um, you know what I'm excited to see what colorways they have I'm hoping they put up more lifestyle colorways so we'll see about that um, but either way moving on to the next shoe that I want to talk about and that is the supreme dunk low pro the supreme dunk low pro that put out three colorways and um, they released last week, but I, I've, uh, it's rumored that they are going to be releasing a Nike sneakers app. This is an exciting time. I'm a huge proponent of the 
the uh, Nike Dunk Lows, so that's why I had to jump on and talk about them. I, I want them to come back. I want them to release more colorways other than just Supreme ones that I know that I'm never going to get my hands on. Um, but the fact that they have a jewel swoosh which is amazing. Any Air, any, uh, Air Max one head is going to appreciate the jewel swoosh. I'm really digging the, the white and red colorway. Second would be the black and the silver and then the blue and the gold. I think that the star on it sort of gives it this like, you know, um, Dallas Cowboys vibe. Um, which I kind of dig, you know, football season is back. Um, so I'm digging that as well. And uh, yeah, so I think it's just really cool what they're doing. Um, I mean, Supreme shit, I'm sort of up in the air and on the fence with with Supreme stuff. You know, I was really into copying it. But once again, trying to save my money as much as possible. And that shit just gets expensive. But either way, um, I'm excited to uh, see the resurgence of Nike Dunks. I'm waiting for it to come back. Like I said, I have that dusty peach colorway, which is just actually sitting right over there, which I'm really digging and I'm wearing a lot. Like I said, it's great because it's sort of a fall and a spring shoe because spring, because it has that pop of blue and the white midsole, but then also it's got this like tan color, this clay color with, um, with that olive touch. So I'm really digging those and wearing those a bunch. And uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Like I said, Supreme, they've sort of hit this wave. They're at Supreme is like at the ultimate peak right now. So I think that like anything, it's just going to drop. I think that, you know, something new is going to take it off its feet, but who knows? We'll see. Um, and you can sort of tell that the telltale of that is when like the younger, younger generation starts rocking it. Like to many people, I'm the younger generation, but now the generation before me and before me are starting to rock Supreme. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes from here. Um, but overall, I think that I think Supreme is at its peak right now. And I do appreciate some of the clothing that they release, but me living in Canada, you know what, with the duties and stuff, Aaron, I need two pairs also, the white and red and the black and the silver. I'll take, I'll take either one. Um, to be honest, I don't even want that navy and gold colorway. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like it, um, but I'll take those other two colorways. I like how it has a supreme insole as well, and it also has that world-famous hang tag, so I'm digging that. But anyway, it's time for the ranked Yeezys. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm sort of doing this in favor of all of the, the of the new 350 release. So starting with um, the first one, number five, in terms of my ranking of the best Yeezys, um, this is strictly for Adidas because I, I'm sort of a nostalgic guy. So I do think that the Nike ones, both the Yeezy ones and the Yeezy twos are, are much better than the Adidas ones. That's just me. Uh, I'm not a huge Red October guy, um, but I think at the time they still had their, their, their deal. But overall, starting with number five, and I actually struggled to, to find this because I wanted to choose, um, I wanted to choose unique Yeezy models for each number. So number five, I wanted to be one, a different model, different model, but there actually aren't that many Adidas Yeezy models. There's a shit ton of colorways of no Yeezy boots. I didn't put any Yeezy boots, although I would have included them, but they just didn't make the list in my opinion. Um, but um, one of the things is, yeah, like I was struggling to find new models. I was like, I didn't want to put the power phases. There was like a Yeezy power phase. I'm like, that doesn't count because the power Adidas power phase is its own thing. Um, and there's also like a bunch of other like 
you know, a bunch of other stuff that he put out. Uh, you know, he debuted the he debuted the OG Ultra Boost, and same with the, the all-white pair. He made those hot, but um, either way, starting off with number five, you have the, uh, what's this colorway called? Um, you have the uh, Yeezy 500 in the Utility Black, or Shadow Black, whatever you call these. These are clean because um, because of the, the suede, it's, it's sort of like a smokier colorway. You know, I don't love the Yeezy 500s. If somebody was like, hey, I'll give you retail for them, I'd sort of, I, I, I'd have to think about it because, um, you know what, I, I would take it to review to the channel, put it in an outfit, show it to you guys, but am I dying for the Yeezy 500? I, I'm not. And I think it comes down to the colorways. You know, when you think of the power phases, they have all these mismatched colors that really bring the shoe together and make it stand out. But the Yeezy 500s, they've been solid colors. And I think with all the paneling, and I'll give you guys another look, like with all the little intricate details, they could really kill it with a, a dope color of these. And I just don't understand why they haven't. Um, and because this doesn't have boost, I think this is sort of supposed to be like the entry level. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe the 350 V2s are. But um, for, from what I understand, these are still pretty comfortable. Um, but number five on the list is the Yeezy 500. Um, and with that is uh, number four, which is the Yeezy 350 V2. Um, and particularly the Zebra colorway. I really think that the Zebra colorway, even though it's released, how many times is it retro? Someone let me know. I think it's like three, four times. Um, uh, the easy, I, I, I personally just like the, the zebra colorway. I think it's the cleanest. I think that it's the most unique. And um, one of the things that I've noticed though is people who have like that, the V1, like uh, not the V1, like the first retro of it, uh, seven and counting. Uh, that's crazy. The, the people who have like the first edition zebras, like they're really starting to yellow. Like that midsole, I've seen some people wearing ugly pairs they may have been fake I, I mean as people are passing walking past me i can't really tell but i've seen some ugly pairs of the zb uh, of the zebras people beat them up but either way um i i, I think that the the, um, the zebra colorway is my favorite i think that it's really cool and i've seen a lot of people you know over the years really really uh, uh dress them pretty fresh so uh for number through four on the list of uh, of sneakers for the easy line. I overall the 350 V2 is the fourth best in my opinion. Um, but of the 350 V2, the zebra is the best colorway. Number three on the list is the Yeezy uh, 350 V1. I guess you would call them in the turtle dove color. It feels like forever ago when those came out. It was like 2015, I think. Maybe StockX says. Yeah, uh, yeah, June 27th, 2015. That seems like forever ago. Um, and it kind of is in the sneaker world because there's shit releasing every week. But crazy. Um, this was a huge release because it was the second ever easy to drop. Easy model. First being the 720s. Um, and then this came out, it was a low top version. People used to dog the 720s or 750s because they look like, like an Ugg boot or whatever. So this was, and you know, people were really hip to this low cut one and it had that rigid midsole that was like really synonymous with, with all of these shoes. Um, and just in general, since then this pattern, you know, that, that 350 pattern, especially with the turtle doves 
has just been, it, it's been mocked, and not mocked, but it's been copied so many times. Um, so really when you're thinking of, you know, some of the most iconic Yeezys, this, you gotta give it to that one. It's, it's just a really clean look. Love it. And it's that obviously sort of shaped the model of the, the V2s. Um, so I do think that um, I have to give a nod to the 350. So next up is a more recent uh, Yeezy model. And uh, let me check when it came out. Does it say? No. Nope. Either way, uh, average retail on these is going anywhere from 1,600 to 300. Actually, release date is first release date was 2017. Can anybody guess it? It is the Wave Runners. So these are super clean. I really dig these. Um, you know, the the whole dad shoe trend really pissed off a lot of people. But I think, in my opinion, of all the bulky hiking style dad shoes, I think, in my opinion, this one is the apps is the best. This particular colorway, uh, I do like that new colorway that's coming out with the, those hits of orange. I can't remember what it's called. Magnet, I can't remember. Wave Runners, super fresh. I really like how they did the color. Uh, I just love gray shoes in general. Um, so I think it's really dope that they did that, but there's two, two things that I want to talk about and, um, and that is specifically with the color choices. I, for me, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but that lace color, the fact that it's like a mint green, it's like a, this, the, the, the color of the laces combined with those sort of green hits. I don't know. I think it's just amazing design wise. This colorway, super fresh. Um, of course, uh, Kanye styled it in a number of great ways. And I, like I said, of all of the chunky, bulky shoes, I do think that that one is, is perfect in my opinion. And uh, yeah, magnets. I did get it right with the magnet colorway. Um, and, and, and they've had just a lot of great colorways. I think the second best 700 colorway is the analog. You know, I think that's a really, really, um, like really dope shoe. Um, I'm very much into sort of like those off whites and the beiges now. Um, so for me, that analog colorway just really kills it. How about this A plus quality technology I got going for you guys? I don't know why it's not focusing. You kind of see it there. Just really dig that. Um, that's what my style is on in, in this day and age. So uh, I, I'll take as many of those as I can. And the number one Yeezy shoe ranked yes uh the number one yeezy in my opinion still to this day is in this particular colorway this colorway oh my god it's it's beautiful i've tried to mimic it on like uh on like nike id with a pair of air force one highs i've tried to mimic it on like the adidas custom site um in terms of the colorway but it is the Easy 750 in the gray gum colorway. I I think this shoe is so beautiful. Like literally, the, the like the combination of the gum with the that this like dark gray is just I think it's amazing. It's very dope for me. I think that all of the 700 750 colorways is just amazing. Um, but but I think that's also because there's so few. You know, I was having a conversation with a coworker in terms of like how uh on a lot of people's list of like the best rappers of all time it's always like tupac and biggie right big pun big l right it's all of these guys that have these small catalogs of music so 
for those guys, there's no duds because they've only put out one or two, maybe three albums. And that, and that's sort of how I feel about the 750 as of right now is because there's only three colorways of them. You know what? It, or no, there's four colorways because there's only four colorways of them. It, there's no misses yet. So, whereas you see the 350 V2, that shoe, is, it's a dope shoe when it first came out. But then they started coming out with these colorways. Like, you remember when they put out those, the three black colorways where it was like black with the white, black with the copper, black with the red. And it's just like, this is the same shoe you're giving it, giving us all at once. And it's just, for me, it's just like, I, I, what's this? There's no storytelling. There's no like design thought in, to it. I, I, I don't know. But in my opinion, of all of the Yeezys, this one is my absolute favorite. And, um, and yeah, that's just the one. I, I, I've thought about saving up and buying them. Um, I, I'm looking at StockX right now. The highest ask is, okay, like, let's see. I get paid every two weeks. What if I put $50 out of that paycheck into a shoe box in my room and then eventually it'll add up and then I'll buy this shoe and it's $1,200 or whatever it is. And it's just like, I can't do it. Like, there's certain things I'll pay for, um, but, you know, dropping 1200 on a, one pair of shoes is just, it's crazy. Even for my standards, as nutty as I am about shoes and stuff like that, um, but yes, that is it for this, uh, episode of, um, the podcast. This is the second one. Um, once again, to anybody, uh, there is still a catalog of audio only versions that I have on, on Apple music and wherever you listen to podcasts. I, I, this is the 18th or 19th episode that I've recorded. Um, but the second live version I've done guys, thanks so much. Thanks to Sean. Thanks to Aaron. Thanks to, uh, doc that tuned in and all of the other, you guys that, tuned in um once again this will be on my channel so you guys can watch it as free as you can and that's all for today guys thanks so much peace later guys it's been a pleasure